Alright man, welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast I appreciate your time, if you could Introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners Absolutely, it's your boy Megastar CEO of Loud Money Music Group The most active independent label in the city of Chicago Okay, okay uh, I definitely, I, I know I know, know your work man I know you out here working But I want to kind of start at the beginning for a little bit man Because okay. you kind of in the, in the iconic legendary status man I know, I know a lot of people want to know You know what I'm saying, how, how you get here So <coughs> Uh, if you're on man, where you from, man? Where you grew up, man? Oh man, born and raised in Chicago. You know, um, born and started out on the east side, man, the Jeffrey Manor. You know what I'm saying? 1973, moved to Inglewood in '84. So you know, I'm telling all the 290 more viewers the age. You know what I'm saying? OG been doing it for a minute, but yeah, east side, 1973, Jeffrey Manor, moved to Inglewood in '84, graduated from Inglewood in '91. You know what I'm saying? So that's the neighborhood. And Inglewood, and, and pretty famous these days. How was it? How was it growing Absolutely. up back then? Um, wow, it's it's crazy because back then, man. I mean, the uh, the game banging was really bad too. Mm-hmm. You know, and where I lived on sixty seventh and Morgan, walking to Inglewood, I got to walk through Robeson and Inglewood territory to get to school. You know, and all the in between. So, you know, at that time, it was um, it, it, it's sad to say, man, but it was it was it was, it was horrible. Yeah, and, and how was your, you know what I'm saying, your direct, uh, your, your your home life, you know what I'm saying? Was oh, it? the home life was cool, man. I didn't come from no uh, crazy family, man. You know, everybody know I'm the, the OG, the trap guy, man, but I came from a family where, you know, I'm the kid that had to do chores and clean up before mm-hmm. I got fresh gear and mics and all of that. Mm-hmm. And my welfare friends, they used to just be fresh for no reason, but I didn't understand my parents was teaching me values and principles and mm-hmm. to work for it, I just wanted it. You know what I'm saying? And that pretty much led to <laughs> everything else. Okay. So so today in the present day, man, you wear a lot of hats, man. But at that time growing up, man, what what was your aspirations, man? What was you like when I grow up, I'm going to be? When they said you can be anything you want to be, what you what you want to be? Wow, bro. You know what? You know, really, coming up, when I was coming up, and uh, I actually thought that I would probably follow my uncles and go to the military. Oh yeah, that's what you wanted to do, or you just felt like no? I just thought because that was around because that's what everybody was doing going to the military. I thought mm-hmm. that's what I was going to do until I, you know, when I started experiencing high, you know, experiencing high school and 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 just seeing you know other things and started being in the streets and stuff. Man, you know that pretty much um, mm-hmm. you know left the thought pattern at that point. But I always uh, looked at like. To do something like in the office, around the office, man. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an administrator. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I was working, I always had a certain, a certain tie type job. Okay, okay. That, that, that's what's up, man. So, so like I said, man, your, your name is, is all around the city, man. A lot of people know you. I, I was in a room with um, uh, uh, uh the director, um. Billy Ray. Billy Ray, Billy yes, Ray. my man. He, he was telling me you yeah. do, like, he met, know you back from music, like, back in the day, so. Yeah, he produced, the, see, now, this is before social media. Mm-hmm. Now, Billy Ray always been in the music, but at that time, he was going by the name of Black Daddy Magic. Mm-hmm. You know, he was Black Daddy, he was Magic. <clears throat> uh, dope artist and producer himself, but myself and, and, and my homie, I Rock, man, he rest in peace. Uh, you know, we was doing our thing, man, doing our rap thing at that time, trying to come up. But just to make a long story short, Magic produced a song for us, like the first song that gave us what what we have, social media buzz. Mm-hmm. That's what we had in the street at that time. 
mm-hmm. you know, when he produced that record for us. Mm-hmm. And um, we come from the house music era, so we was always dancing and things of that nature. So the music we did at that time was around dance, not under the MC Hammer Act, but, you know, those elements, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And we was doing that, we was ahead of our time with that. Mm-hmm. But at that time, too, gangster rap was making its way in, pushing all the fun rap out, kid and play type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Pushing that all out. So, you know, and by us being in the streets and, 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 and living that life, it just got to a point where it's like, you know what, let's start rapping about what we do. This is, it's everybody talking about real. Back then, it's a who's real, keeping it real, mm. you know. So at that time, we thought if we transition to that, we have to be living what we're talking about. Okay. So, so uh, when you made that transition, what what was the goal? Was it was it to get a deal? Was it to blow? Was you just enjoying making music? What what was the what was the mission once you made that the decision to go that route? Okay, well at that time, uh, we was doing it for the love of the music, you know. But as we as we was leveling up and getting in position and winning, you know, bigger talent shows and being around important people that can level you up, we seen that it was something else. Cause you know I came up under guys like Mike Dunn, Fast Eddie, Tyree Cooper, mm-hmm. like the, the fathers of house music. Mm-hmm. You know I sat in the studio while these guys created a lot of music from back then that we still dance to today. Mm-hmm. And when they created hip house, that's where we originally started rapping over house music. Mm-hmm. But again, that was at a time where gangster rap was making its way in, you know. But it had a good run, and people don't know Fast Eddie was like the first rapper from Chicago to go to Rap City. Oh yeah, Washington D.C., Howard University, with Chris Thomas, the first host of Rap City. Mm-hmm. That's how far we go back, bro. Okay, okay. Yeah, like real talk. So, so what you doing music? How far did you end up taking it at that point? And and was it a, a break in between with the music to this point, or was you? Well, actually, we're coming up. Um, I started to I started to develop my own. Um, my own team, you know. But going back a little bit further, when I was <coughs> with Magic and Billy Ray, we had a label. It was first Clinch Records, then there was um, uh, what was it? it? Was Clinch Records? You know, Baby Records, Clinch Records. Then it transitioned to Mob Records, mm-hmm. which is the home of the Cha Cha Slide. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had got a deal from Universal, mm-hmm. and you know, but again, living that other life, people started catching cases, stuff started happening. You know what I'm saying? And the, a lot of those opportunities got snatched away from us because of the life that we was living, you know what I'm saying? But Billy Ray had a chance to tour and do a lot of things. I had a chance to tour. Um, before the Universal deal, we was just grinding, 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 grinding. But I had caught a case. I ended up getting popped with a quarter brick, man. Mm. They gave me 18 years, bro. Mm. Two years less than the minimum for first-degree murder. The, was that, it? that fucked up my deal then. Damn. Mm-hmm. Was it was it was it a, a lucrative deal? Was you happy with it? Was you like this is the first well, well, of many? Well, well, what it was, was it? well, it was a label deal. Mm-hmm. And everybody had a turn. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And my turn was coming. Okay. But due to me catching the case and all of that stuff, and then the feds hit, everything just just crumbled, man. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, how how did your case? How did they how did they get up with you? Was it you had informants on the case or Cody? No, uh, actually, man, I was on my way to drop drop it off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the blue and whites got behind me because of my tinted windows. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no stash spot. Pistol in the car, weed lit, sounds banging. No stash spot. Quarter thing right here. So I'm like, damn. 
I gave them a little light high speed chase, end up getting out running. They chased me down, bro. I kept the cocaine with me as long as I humanly possibly could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At a point I had to get rid of, they was on me. And uh, shit, they jammed me up, bro. They got me. Mm. So when when you when you had to sit down, what was your mind state like? And I know a lot of it affect a lot of people differently. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Well, for... the thing is this: when I left, I already had a, a body of music out, and mm. um, the guys who who you know who was a part of the team, man, they like kept my name relevant throughout the whole time I was mm. gone. You know, since so shout out to We Rise Entertainment, they kept my name just just going and going and going. And everybody who I was doing music with when I left, everybody leveled up. Mm-hmm. So you know when I came home, I left January '01. I came home July '09. Uh, January 2010 was my first concert with Twister and Travis Porter. Thanks to Shondell, salute to Shondell. Oh uh, yeah, like I never left, bro. Did you? Was you <laughs> anticipating that type of love when you came back from just you know what I'm saying? Because you know you, know, you always because I, I had to reinvent talk. myself, man. Because I wasn't sure. rapping the same. I really wasn't the the trap rapper that I became b- b- before I left. You know, well, you know what I'm saying. Was it strictly like that house style? Like, what was your subject matter before that? Uh, it was like like New York, man. After the after we after the the house music, we transitioned to to really spitting spitting. You know, New York was our was mm-hmm. our what Atlanta is to us now. Mm-hmm. New York was there for us. Yeah. So now I'm starting to listening to the uh, well, we're gonna jump to the West Coast outside of NWAs, but New York, you know, uh, Nas. Go back Jay, a little bit yeah. further. LL Cool J, Run DMC, Cool G, Rap. Big Daddy Kane, those guys, the, the 80s, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then when the 90s hit, you had a, a new wave of rappers coming out, then the Southern rap starting to hit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So from the Midwest, you know, we seeing the guys that's making it from the city, but, you know, I I, I, I um, gravitated to the New York style. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, that's yeah. why I ain't gonna fly. I heard a song from you, and I I got like Fifty Cent, like Fifty Cent, like uh, hustle oh. ambition vibes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I stay I stay in my lane, man. You know what I'm saying? And since I learned how to monetize, and I make trap music, and the the, the trap audience is large globally. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm blessed and fortunate enough where I could drop a project, and I can do you know what I'm saying numbers like a guy that signed. Mm-hmm. So so after coming home, how did you, you know what I'm saying? I know you mentioned, you know what I'm saying, you had homies that, that elevated while you was gone, but it's Bro. also a learning stage, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did you learn the game? Like, I know it was different. A lot of I social edu- media. I educated different. myself inside because okay. I was in jail uh, watching my TV and a McDonald's commercial came on and the cha-cha slide was playing in the background. Mm. So I'm like, man, this is a check going somewhere. You know, it's McDonald's, this is, this is, you know what I'm saying? But at that time, we didn't know that the song, you know what I'm saying, had, had did what it did, and you know, Casper, you know what I'm saying, blew up, the song blew up, he's, you know, touring, doing shows to Oprah, you know, all that stuff. I'm watching all this from jail, bro. So I'm like, man, and I was also in jail when uh, Lil Wayne, and uh, Birdman, the whole cash money, when, when Universal gave him that hundred million, mm-hmm. you know, they did that episode at the Regal Theater in Chicago, 79th. Oh, yeah. I'm watching this from my jail. They like these boys. And I'm listening to the music, right? Getting all the tapes, all the latest stuff. I was, you know, I was blessed and fortunate enough in jail. I wasn't mm-hmm. popped. You know, I had my headphones. I had my, my music. So I, I got all the latest stuff that's out. I'm listening to these cats, you know, spitting all this stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. They talking about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and go with it full throttle. So I changed the name. I said, I got to have a name, man. He calling this a bird, man. That should have been my name. I'm hating that. That's what you know what I'm saying. Should have been my name. 
And I said, you know, they've always been mega. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, you know, added to Star Man, and um, I knew if Spice said Mega Star, Mega Star is like larger than life. So like, who was that? What? So I knew the name would would have a gravitation to me as mm -hmm. well. But then I just started writing about my life, all everything I did up until I got caught. All the weight that I moved and all, I, I strategically put it in music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people that knew me or come from where I come from, nobody that does this does this or somebody that's quote-unquote stamped, nobody would challenge what I say in my music mm -hmm. when I talk about that or what I'm attached to okay. my back. Okay, so when you came home, was it was you on artist mode or Birdman mode? Was you... Um, I was in artist mode. Okay. I, I was in artist mode, but I knew I, I but I knew I was going to be the CEO of what, of you know what I started before I left. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just me just putting together a team of people that, that that's ready to work and build. Cause I had already educated myself, um, you know, in jail on how to properly, you know, um, artist management. Um, you know, producing music. Now how how music. did you get that information though? Because I, I understand I the part that's on TV. I took, I took business management in school. Had, and I just started having my family people send me books. Oh yeah, yeah. Send me to send me the books and things. What I joint you was at? Joint. I did six straight in uh, in 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 Lincoln. Uh, it's Logan. Logan. It's before it was uh, it was a co-ed joint. Then they made it all male. It's back women's now, but I was there. Mm -hmm. Then they sent me to Thompson, then I paroled from Galesburg. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't know none of them. I just know the ones my homies And I know Galesburg, goddammit. You talking yeah. about 23 and 1. Hey, Stateville is the worst out of it all. I don't wish that on nobody. Yeah. What? So, so when, you, when you come home, you got all this knowledge, man. You got all this game. You got to have, you I know what I'm saying? jump back down, bro. You got to be. jump back down okay. with, the, with, the, with, the, with the pounds and the work. I jumped okay. back down. I did. I jumped back down, but I only did it for a short while. Um, is that is that easy? You know what I'm saying? Cause man, I got man, I was home in home week. My man come through, drop me off ten pounds. I'm talking about. I, I understand down. that part. I'm talking about. Is it easy to just put it down? You know what I'm saying? Like I just ran up a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm finna put it down. Put put fifty in the music. You know what I'm saying? And right. try to live off this other fifty and hope it works. No, no, no. It's, it's it's hard, but I knew if I get popped. With any type of narcotics, they was gonna bury me, bro. Mm. And somebody gave me an opportunity to sell cars, mm. and I started selling cars. And bro, I think it wasn't it, like six months. I did like fifty, sixty thousand selling cars. I was good at it. Well, what kind of car salesman was you, man? Was I you, was cold. Was, was you honest? Was you was you getting them getting them limits no, off no, the I'm lot, keep, man? No, was real. You... Now, see, you got to stand this, and people don't know this. I am certified with Chevy. Toyota, Hyundai, and who else I worked for? Chevy, Toyota, Hyundai, and it's one more. On the mechanic side? No, nah, you know, sales. Just, just you got to go to, you know, you got to get certified. You got to know everything about the cars and shit. Not Mike's car lot on right. the corner, nigga. I'm talking about the franchise. Okay. You, know, you got to put the, when you're in uniform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I thought I was going to be in the car business, bro, because I was, I was good at selling, because I'm like, when I was on the street, if I could sell Coke, I know I can sell cars. And they let me in at a time where if you got the background, they weren't messing with you, bro. Mm -hmm. So I did get trained working on the sleazy lot. You know what I'm saying? Learning the game. Then I say, wait, let me take my talents you know, to a franchise. Yeah. That's why I, I, I met somebody else who sold cars. And I just I just like to ask people because I, like, I don't work on cars, but I work on my car. And I'll be like, it's easy for a mechanic or a I'm car not, or salesman. I, they'll, tell, they'll tell you or sell you anything, man. No, the thing is this. You have to know your product. If you, like, if you own a lot... And I work for you. 
I know the type of cars you're selling. Mm-hmm. I know what the you know what the what, what work the cars need on, and you know how long if you take it off the lot today, how long is it take before it go out? Mm-hmm. I sold those cars. Mm-hmm. I got tired of doing that to people, bro. Okay, I did. I got tired of doing that to people, man. So I said, let me work for the franchise. Then I worked for Hyundai. Then I uh, transitioned over to uh, Chevy, and uh, then I transitioned over to Toyota. Okay. And you got to go through a shitload of tests to get certified, bro. It's not easy. That's like college all over again. Yeah. Was that something you enjoyed, though, or you was like, it's just a Yeah, because I easy thought that's bag. what I was going to do, and I wanted the game. I wanted the knowledge. Okay. I wanted the game. Because I wanted to get to the point where I could have been in finance, and that's where the money at. Okay. So did you run it up with the cars and then put it into the music and into the label, or did you hang up the cars and start the label? How, no, how did that transition uh, happen? Well, someone who was, who was part of my team, part of Loud Money, mm. He was really good at finding sponsors and investors. Mm-hmm. And he had an investor, uh, the gentleman by the name of Greg Wolf. Salute to Greg, because that's how, you know, that's what started the journey to Lama and the music group, being legit and a label and doing everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, through Greg Wolf, he he showed me what it takes to make it. And everything was riding on 30 and 40-year-old rappers. He gave 30 and 40-year-old rappers a chance. Now, my guy who had the relationship with him, you know, when I came into the fold and they seen what I was doing and how we meshed and all of that, okay, Megan, he talented, he's doing this, he's doing this. Okay, if the Mexican blow, I got a budget for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We did uh, Young Thug, we did Migos. I'm talking 2015, 2014. We did the Southwest by Southwest. You know what I'm saying? We did, man, uh, opened up for some of the biggest names. I mean, even back then, the Project Pets, the Kurt Cobains, we was really on that circuit. Um, our song, Flea, did 16 weeks on the radio. Shout out to DJ Nafis. He was, you know what I'm saying, uh, behind pushing that, you know what I'm saying, as well. You know, but, you know, people get to that level and don't know how to handle that pressure and people sabotage when you bring other people into your moment. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And just to make a long story short, again, it got to the point where the investor was like, hey, I can't do this no more due to the, the tactics that Buddy was doing for whatever reason. So I don't know how to market a 40-year-old rapper. But why don't you be Jay-Z? Why don't you be Gucci? We're going to make a lot of money legit and you be your, you know what I'm saying? And he gave me the game on all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. But yeah, we shut down, man. The video fleet, it's, it's on World Star. I had the Lamborghinis. I'm driving Ferraris oh, yeah. in the video. Okay. Got the real Playboy Bunny models in the video. Okay. I, I, I had I had my run, and I seen the money that it really takes to do this, bro. Okay. Yeah. So, what? I mean, it's, it's a real story, bro, because I'm jumping in between a lot of shit, but it's a real story. Yeah. So, so what... Where did loud money come from? Like the name, the concept, what does it mean? What was you? Well, I, I created it in jail. They was hollering young money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then the weed on the street and I was loud. It ain't Reggie no more. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And I had the flavors before it was popular. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a thought in jail. But when I came down, I actually had the loud and nobody else was hollering loud money. Then I adapted that because it was Clouded Minds Entertainment, CME. Mm-hmm. Clouded Minds. That's. That was my brand before I before I went to jail. Okay, was it a a, a total brand and team shift? Like you brought the same team with you, or was it a new team? No, no, no new, it was a new, new team. Brand. It was a new team, and um, the gentleman I ain't gonna say his name, but goof ass nigga. <laughs> but anyway, the Latin he was my partner at that time, 
and 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 through him and meeting a female promoter, uh, Debbie Morales. She goes by the name of Latina Heat. Mm-hmm. She introduced me to the Latino, to the hip hop Latino community. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got in with the, you know what I'm saying, with the, with the Latin artists and stuff. And then, you know, that led to more business because, you know, they all of them got the, yeah. <laughs> all of them was a plug, that's, you know what I'm saying? So then, you know, then, you know, Mega came out of retirement again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that, that's the, that's the, the Latin artist, too. It's kind of like if you get you a, a, a fat Latin artist, that's a different bag, yeah. too, because that's an international mm-hmm. bag, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's a different And my closest bag. business partners right now are Latin, in, you know, Mexican and Puerto Rican, bro. I'm surprised I can't speak the language. Oh uh, yeah, man, I can't. I can't do no other languages. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's so so when when you put loud money together, how do you go about? You know what I'm saying, building a team. Because one thing, you know what I'm saying, that, that that I know you know for sure. You know what I'm saying. Everybody ain't who they say they is. Everybody ain't one hundred. You, you know bro. what I'm saying. So how do you like? Come Let on. Let me tell you man. something, bro. I had to kick this off by myself, bro. For sure. I was, even though, you know, I'm, 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 I'm moving and grooving, I got bread, so I'm paying people to do marketing stuff for me. My wife took the time out to learn everything, bro. Mm. You ain't gotta play graphic designers no more. I'm doing it. All the flyers you see today that I put up, that's wifey. Mm. The websites, that's wifey. You know what I'm saying? Keep everything My in contracts, house. contracts, putting together property and getting them to the lawyers, that's wifey. You know what I'm saying? So as I started growing, and then I added uh, the printing business, you know what I'm saying, bought all that and started doing the printing, you know, I just started incorporating people who knew the business. Mm-hmm. Like people that attached themselves to me, I've just missed the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like we could meet right now, let's just say, and this is this is real spit, especially back when I had work, we just met today. Can you do it? You say, yeah, I'm gonna give you whatever. You got the perfect chance to, this nigga just gave me this fuck, this nigga. That was me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can do it? Show me. You know, not no interviews, not no call me back. Let me see if I trust. I just gave him for the opportunity, and that was one of my weaknesses because I'm a victim of my own love. That's, that's what I wanted to know. Like, what? I'm, did all of them situations go good? Did everybody bring the money back? Did mm-hmm. Ain't nobody run off with it. How do you I deal with what them situations look like? You know, man, you bring somebody on and and, and yeah, it, it get it get handled the way it's supposed to get handled. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like this, bro. When I do business with people, it be and be genuine. It don't be no gangster shit, no tough guy shit. I give you opportunities. We do business. So somebody takes something from me, and then they run. Mm-hmm. You know, this, the, the streets gonna do what they gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a right and wrong factor. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're a victim of your own circumstances. Because we're not trying to put negative energy out in the business, out out, out in the universe. Right. I'm not doing business with you to fall out with you or to try to figure out some way to try to backdoor you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. people just don't be ready for that type of business. Mm-hmm. They wear that mask. Yeah, for sure. And that's why fake never wins at nothing. That's why a lot of people stay in their own lane. They can't jump around and do other shit because their fakeness will be exposed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's real spit right there. And, 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 and I'm glad you said that too because just in this industry alone, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's a lot of people who wear, wear masks, you know what I'm saying. They, they one way this time and one way another time. And it's, and, right. and, and it's kind of it's bad for business too, you know what I'm saying, because cause you're, not, not, you're not who you say you is. You know what I'm saying? How can I trust you? How can I do business with you? But you know what? But we're in the city where fake don't win at nothing. Mm-hmm. You see all the silver in my beard? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I talk about my connection with, with BDs or if I'm talking about moving work, ain't a nigga out here that could challenge my me. Not one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, Allah is still blessing me and I can talk about my endeavors because all those endeavors weren't beautiful. I went to the joint. Right. You know what I'm saying? But 
I got the resume where I could talk my I could talk my shit just like a Rick Ross, which we know he ain't sold all that cocaine. Mm-hmm. I live my shit. You know, I could talk like a Jay Z. I could talk like a Gucci or a Yo Gotti because mm-hmm. I lived it and survived it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because whatever you writing, a large percent of your rhymes are creative writing. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's crazy that you say that. I just want to get your thoughts on this real quick yeah. with, with Young Thug going through the situation he going through. Do you ever like when you ever uh, create music to be like, let me take that out, let me reword that? Do we want the bop or do you absolutely, like, absolutely? Because I pride and ego and nigga, I, you know what I'm saying? Or you trying to make a point to somebody? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but nothing in my music or nothing ever came for me or anybody in my core circle. Nobody went to jail from nothing I said or any or anybody around me said. Nobody got backdoored or jammed up, none of that shit. Mm-hmm. We didn't play that. We come from different principles. We had structure back when I was, right. you know, in the field like that for real. Mm-hmm. You know, today if if a lot of lot of a lot of a lot of the gangsters and 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 the, and the uh you know what I'm saying, the 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 modes, vice lord, the guys that had when we had the structure back in the 80s, if we threw a session today, most of them niggas would show up looking like girls. Real talk. It's fucked up. That's what it is. It it'd be sad to our OGs who who went to jail, got fucked up for this, and paved the way. And we took this on, and we doing it the way that it was written for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not making our own rules. Mm-hmm. You got to keep the doctrine, man. That's why it was made. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, and with you just being one of the OGs now, another thing you do, you wear a lot of hats. But one of the things that's just like on the front line is the loud money. Uh, is it management? A rise for life management. Rise for life management. Respect the individual successfully eating. And, and I see some some heavy hitters on there, man. I just want to know how did you how do you make, you know what I'm saying? How did you make new connections? You know what I'm saying? I know you came home, you knew people who, who mm-hmm. elevated, but now I see you linked with um with uh like you just said, rich the kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Certain things. How do you make new connections? You know what I'm saying? Going out of town, man. I went out of town, and it all started me going with Atlanta. And going out of town, uh, doing shows with my man Miguel from Put the City On back when I was, you know what I'm saying, making my transition back in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, doing shows with Pony, Fly Life Entertainment. You know, people that had the bag and the connections that was already shaking. You got you to gotta network. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always, I always had my own bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can move like an ab- you you know, above average. You know what I'm saying? That, you know. Okay, and like kind of like I said, you had some heavy hitters on there, man. So, so what, what, what are you guys offering? You know, what I'm saying that that other management groups may not be offering. Or, or in my management packet, I give every artist the manager's obligation and the artist's obligation. You know what I'm saying? And and it's a lot of guys out here that call themselves managers, and I know they're not giving artists the proper information. They just want to say I'll do it for you, and it's the percentage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Artists have to do their homework. You know what I'm saying? A manager has to have connections to level you up, put you in the right direction, show you where to spend your money, have opportunities, create paid opportunities for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the artists have to have the budget. Mm-hmm. This game is about who you know and what you can pay for. Because mm-hmm. it ain't long to figure it out, especially in this game. It's 2023, man. The same people you see on Facebook complaining five years ago, they're still claiming today. You ain't got no connection yet? You ain't went nowhere yet? You didn't invest and put yourself in a situation to meet the people that you know that can, you know, what what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have to do business the right way, educate yourself, and I encourage independent artists, learn how to monetize yourself. Remain 
you know, use your own money to fund everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with when when you managing an artist, mm-hmm. is it? I'm, I'm assuming it's not free. So no, it's not free at all. What? How much for artists that may be watching and listening? How much should they be ready or be willing to invest? You know what I'm saying to invest in in, in themselves, like annually, like a right. yearly. Okay. A artist, if an artist is gonna drop a single, like realistically, mm-hmm. you you have to have at least a minimum of five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Now that five thousand dollars has nothing to do with what you pay your manager, because the manager can work it out where you pay me monthly. Now what I do, I you pay me monthly. I open up all my tools for you, and you do business through me through uh, through my marketing. Mm-hmm. I do all the marketing for you. And I do six-month contracts and 18-month contracts. I don't lock nobody into long-term contracts because it don't take long to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so what I do, I find out what you're missing, and I get you straight business-wise. Because in this game, you got to go from A to Z. You can't go A, B, C, then jump to S, then come back to D. You have to be registered properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the first thing. You have to have your press kit ready so you can, so you can continue to add to it. When you do, you know, when you every time you level up, because that's how that's what leads to more bookings. You have to record quality music with quality content. You just can't go in and just do it just because. You know, you have to to make a song popular, man. You got to come up with a song that's going to impact the city, and then once it impacts the city, hopefully it can, it can impact the globe. Mm. But so much money have to go into that one single to making it popular. That's why independent artists can't compete with mainstream artists. See, today is different because of internet radio. Mm-hmm. But back when the labels was paying these artists all this money and they getting this corporate money, this corporate money goes to the radio stations. You got to play Jay-Z eight times, four times an hour. Those disc jockeys that we know and love and we jam when they play music, they they can't play what they want to play. All right. You know what I'm saying? So independent artists can't compete with that. That's why back in the day when you go in GCI and you set a meeting up with the program director and you want to get on between three and five when people are getting off work, oh, okay, well, starting package is 8,500. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because look how many people they reach. Look, look, look what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's the nature of the business. You mm-hmm. know, and people that don't know the business, oh, it's scam this, they trying to... That's the nature of the business. You got to pay to play or have the right connection. All right, because even even the the biggest artists, you know, even the one even the big ones that's independent, they I know they put buku dollars behind behind absolutely. the scene, behind the yes. song. Absolutely, yes, you know what I'm saying? absolutely. They doing the same thing. Only difference is they're in a, they're in a different tax bracket now. And I had seen some the other day. I was just scrolling on social media and I saw like Royal Star. They were, they want a thousand dollars to put put a song on there. And I was yeah. talking to a recording artist. I was like, how much you willing to put in a song when you believe in it? You know what I'm saying? You gotta you but gotta those, you gotta those the routes you gotta take. Yeah, that's why I said you, you just know, can't post something and expect. Because you, know you know once you put in on World Star, you know you're not guaranteed a million right. views. But the opportunity is right. definitely there. You just gotta be willing to invest in yourself. You, you know to. what I'm saying? If you, you can't, to. if you ain't investing in yourself, ain't no. I'm not gonna put my money in you, and you ain't putting no Man, money in yourself. You, and that's it. And a lot of artists just think raw talent alone do mm-hmm. it, and they don't. You gotta have a plan, and you gotta have a budget for that song. And right, for sure. And, and mm-hmm. speaking of talent, I noticed on the roster, it's a it's a variety of talent. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got young, you got older, you got legends. You know what I'm saying? Can anybody come to y'all with a bag and get on the team, or do y'all, you know what I'm saying, have to be a mutual respect for them? Or? We can discuss 
a partnership, but I'd rather you have your own bag because once you take money from a sponsor, an investor, you know, the game is designed for us to take 10 times more than what we gave mm-hmm. because you're not viral. There's no consistency on the radio. Streaming money is slow. Raw talent, but can we fill up a room in a, can we fill a, a room with a capacity of 500 right now with you? And that's just minimum. Mm-hmm. And that's just starting out. You know what I'm saying? That's why the connections are so important. So if you're a rapper 290 more, we're going to debut your album. I know I can I can grab a GCI personality. I can grab a Power 90 personality. You know what I'm saying? I'm internet radio on three different networks, which you're under the umbrella. We know how to bring media, and we know how to promote and bring other artists to buy a tour because they want that same opportunity too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to really put in the legwork. And you got to make the proper investment. And you got to get the right people in the room. Mm-hmm. You got to, because people people not doing favors no more, man. Everybody say, love you, I got you, tell me. You yeah, 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 yeah. But when it really comes down to it, bro, you got to be prepared to get certain people in the room. Okay. Uh, uh, is, are these contracts uh, avoidable? Are they, do, do you, I give you, you a 90 day. I let, I let anybody opt out. Okay. I'm opt talking out. about on, on your end, if you feel like. It's a waste of time or anything like that, or is no? If an artist is is investing, it's my job to bring it to life. Okay, because I'm showing artists you know where to put the money. You paying me monthly, I'm not gonna tell you something is a thousand dollars and it's three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pointing you in the right direction because I'm holding your hand through the whole process. Cause once you get there, what motherfuckers gonna say? How you get there? Who the fuck you gonna say? Megastar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's repeating, it's repeating, it's repeating. I got artists. Man, from all over getting promo and marketing from me, man. And I'd be like, damn, people in my city, they they know what I do. Mm-hmm. And the ones that do do business with me, you know what I'm saying? Everything is beautiful. But for the ones who letting the, the evil whisper or, you know, because of what somebody said or what they perceive, you know, pay attention to those people. They're always going to be stuck in the same spot. For sure. They're not going to advance. Anybody that attached themselves to me win. Okay. It's, yeah. Is it, you know what I'm saying? Before pen and paper, it was hammer and chisel, mo. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It hey. was hammer and chisel, man. Real talk. So, so man, you you wear a lot of hats, man. You do a lot of things, man. Yeah. Well, my from from the um, from from the the music to the label mm-hmm. to uh print the print shop. Print, yes. Print shop. What, yeah. What's your, what's your passion, man? What what do you what do you just love business, to do? man? Just you know anything that any any business that I can touch to hip hop that can attach to building a label or building a brand. Mm. Everybody needs printing. For sure. I could stop all this music and just lock in politicians. Get get a council politician. Is is it posters or or what what kind of prints? Oh, we do everything. You think we print it. Uh, t-shirts. We, we can wrap vehicle t-shirts, hoodies, oh, yeah. business cards, flyers, you know what I'm saying? Everything. Anything got to do with printing. 5834 West West Grand custom print. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. Right I'm on the corner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get up with you, man. Yeah, absolutely. We will get you together, man. Pay the arm and the leg for them shirts, man. Man, what? All oh, these here? Yeah. <clears throat> I'll get you together, man. I'll get you together, bro. I think I paid damn near two hundred for like uh, like twenty five of them. Yeah. Let's see, this does a good brand. But uh, but yeah, man. So so that I I, I asked you that I asked you that, man. Like what 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 you had the most passion for? Because I want to know like what's your goal at the end man, of the day. I like, like I like close I like closing deals. I'm a closer, man. You know what I'm saying? 
I like creating opportunities above average comp- opportunities, opportunities that people can't get. Look, bro, June 9th, okay, June 9th, we doing. A, I'm doing a Jadakiss feature giveaway. April 22nd, I'm doing an all-female showcase. The female that makes the uh, most impact gonna get a feature from Bryson Tiller. That's the type of shit I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Why? What? What do you get that from? You know what I'm saying? That like that mindset and that heart from? Because a lot of people be like, "That's a Jadakiss feature. I'm just finna get on that." You know what I'm saying? So how do how do you get it? like? I'm just finna put this on. I'm finna get this out. Like what? what what's to my that relationship? My 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 industry relationships now, man. What I'm saying, but why you just don't be like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get on the track with Jada. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm fifty, a, man. You know what? Even though I learned how to pay myself in this game, and I know I, I could take these opportunities, and and I know I could, you know, it's like this here, man. I'm for the young bulls. I could take these opportunities and, and jump on them and, and create a streaming revenue, but I feel like I'm taking from, you know, mm-hmm. the kids that I'm, that I'm trying to guide, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I could just give them that feature, you know what I'm saying? But if you don't have the budget or the plan for it, we can't move forward because if I put the money behind it, I own it. Now I'm right. Suge Knight. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. I mean, business is business, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, but that's I'm teaching you to be 100%. I'm not even signing an artist no more. I'm signing you to an artist development deal, drop a single in the process, and teach you how to monetize. So what I do for you, you can take that game, and when you become the CEO, you'll be able to teach the next person. And now you got something that's going to pay you. As yeah. long as you sitting in that That's seat, like, it's damn near like free game, free opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You investing in yourself already. Bro, I, never so. th- I never thought I was gonna be in radio, bro. It's a blessing to be a program. Yeah, that's, sitting that's in a high seat. Man, that's just that's, a seat. That's what we gotta jump Not through. One man. hour, two that's hours, four hours every day. You I know, know I was forgetting that something. Is. And it's a morning show. I don't. Yeah. Like, damn, I don't. I know I was missing something, man. So let's get into this radio real quick, and I'll let you get up out of here, man. So, oh, it's all love. I'm so, enjoying this, man. I appreciate. Man, it. I wasn't even expecting all of this. Gratitude, man. Gratitude. So, yeah. so radio, man. What's how, it's a lot of hats, man. So, real, how 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 you get into radio, man? Oh man, um, you know I'm I was doing a lot of podcasting, you know, getting interviewed, but my man Magic, uh, my biz, one of my business partners. He had Hood Radio. Hood Radio been around since 99, uh, founded by him uh, and our other partner, uh, May Rest in Peace, man. And um, I always got had my feet wet then, just just getting on live, just just talking shit on live and just, you know, doing what the radio people do, but never mm-hmm. was taking it serious to be in that seat. Right. But as I'm doing bigger things with the label, I seen how important that was. Mm-hmm. And um, I was working with Chablis and Liv, my real Chicago, and she said, hey, you should start a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I called it Boss Talk, talking about boss shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the skinny Rick Ross in my mind, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, Boss Talk, Boss Talk, how we do Boss Talk. And Shy Blizz blessed me with the opportunity and um, left the, and gave me the show. How long has Boss Talk been going on? Um, well, it's coming up, my, my, my year anniversary is coming up for it to be on FMP. Okay. I think uh, three years in total. Okay, okay. Now, that's just crazy how you came up with that idea. It seemed like a lot of ideas you come up with, they, they work. You know what I'm saying? I was expecting, like, I started I off with this, but I switched I, to this. I learned you know so much being being around that investor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we was I mean, we was traveling. We on planes. Bro, we in Cleveland, we did we did Project Pat in Cleveland. The man gave everybody their own house. He rented everybody their own house. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the like the circle I was under. So I'm seeing what they're doing and how how business being taken care of from that level. So a guy that's working the nine to five, you can't compete with that. Mm-hmm. You can't. It takes a lot, and you have to know people. I've seen that the nobodies walk in rooms just off a handshake because who that person was. And I knew networking is very, 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 very important. It's better than the bag. But you you gotta have you 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 gotta have some money, man. Okay. You do you you gotta have some money. When when you started the podcast, was it was it just you? What did you have a synopsis for the podcast? Or you well, like, no, you I had I handpicked my team. I handpicked okay. my team and we went in. And my thing was when I do it, when I do a podcast, I didn't want to be Larry King. I just want to be on a show by myself. I wanted people that bring different elements because I don't know nothing. Right. So I'm trying to pick people who do doing shit, who can keep a conversation, who can talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. I got a person that to produce and run the boards for me. You know what I'm saying? While I sit back, talk my shit, but I'm still learning. You know, so I was I was strategic. So and I know my name is on it. I'm attaching people to it because whether they're there or not, I got to be there. All right. But when when people are trying to come up and people you know see opportunity. Mm-hmm. They gravitate to opportunity. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had the opportunity, and luckily the people that was around me was prepared for that opportunity. Okay. So that allowed me to learn why everybody feel other voids. How, how did it go starting out? Was it was it any bumpy roles? Was it any learning any learning processes? What? Well, yeah, yeah. And, About um, getting in the podcast. Yeah, and plus I was getting the game from uh, the my radio Chicago, oh, yeah, uh, sure. you know, uh, radio personalities. You know what I'm saying? And listening to shows and watching them, mm-hmm. you know, because coming up with topics and playing music—that's the easy part. Mm-hmm. But keeping somebody's attention and get somebody to tune in to you and buy into what you're doing—you know what I'm saying? You got to have a focus, and you have to be—you know—you got to stay in their face. Okay, I gotta ask you this, man. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Chicago, we had a couple of war shows going on. You know what I'm saying? I—I—I I, I expected to see you there. I didn't notice you there. What's your views on the award shows? What's your thoughts on that? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, well, first of all, y'all couldn't be there because before they came up with the date, I was booked to do Atlanta. Okay, so you was out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do the Polo G, Trippy Red, Glorilla uh, slide giveaway. And then the Bonfire Atlanta that next day, which is one of the biggest underground stages in Atlanta. Glorilla, Polo, and Trippy Red? Yeah. That's yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. And the, uh, matter of fact, shout out to the artist, man. Uh, a Memphis artist won. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just in the, we were just at Avion Studios the other night, and they were doing some music, and uh, yeah, like 15K Coliseum in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm. It's gonna be crazy. Um, but but to your question, say it again. Man, why you had to hit me with that, man? <laughs> Cause we high, and then you got me to talking, man. Cause uh, I love this game, and I could talk about this uh, shit for you know, fam, forever. What's something to do with the podcasting? Yeah, man. Just like uh, uh I was just asking, like how you how you learn. Like the the ins and outs of because oh, it's more than the, you know what I'm saying. Being, just you know talking to people that's smarter than me, man. You know okay. what I'm saying. Okay. And and, and a lot of a, a, a lot of Google, a lot of reading. Do you, do you mess with the boards and, and the mics and stuff, or do you just get on? You just get to get to. No, work? well now I had to learn that because I thought all I had to do was just sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know as everything and not as everything, but as most things do, most things fall apart. Sure. Then you lose your board operator. You, you lose this that. And it's time to do your show, and you're like, damn. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now you call around, can you do my boys for me? You know, yeah, I do it, give me $100. All right, you're going to stay in me out, I need you, come on. You know, then it turns into that type of thing. So I said, I got to learn this, man. Mm. And um, I took the time out, and uh, I was trained, man. When I got to FMP, 
Bliz sat down with me. He sat down with me and showed me some stuff. You know, but in my mind at that time, mm-hmm. I could just put somebody in that spot. You know, yeah. who don't want to be on the show? That's that's right. how I was thinking, but it wasn't that easy. Mm-hmm. But when uh, when I got offered to do radio every day, four hours a day, and I transitioned to FMP, they actually sat down with me the whole week and showed me everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I sat down and trained. I put in the work for that. Okay, okay. I think this would be my last question. We we uh, get get in the booth. Um, so like one thing I noticed, man, like I transitioned, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, coming from the streets and coming from to like this industry, you That's know what I'm saying, like like in the streets you got like, you know what I'm saying, different blocks, you know what I'm saying, clicks, crews, you know what I'm saying, and and when you when I came here I wasn't expecting it, you know what I'm saying, you still found like different clicks and crews and you know what I'm saying this. Promoter don't fuck with that promoter, you know what I'm saying? Right, this yeah, shit that's like that. Like, how, how do you deal with that? Is that something you pay attention to, or you? Oh just, no, you know man, I got a ton of vision. You know, I do not waste my time worrying about what nobody else is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I partner up with people. I do business with people. When I'm not partnering up with doing business with people, we got something going on. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because we we got a lot of success over here, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, people broadcast your failures real quick. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you moving and grooving, man, and your shit right, how you got time? How the motherfucker got time to be like, what the fuck, two ninety mo doing? Uh, man, who got the time to do that shit? You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta focus on your brand. You gotta constantly stay creative, come up with ideas. Uh, you know, I'm talking to a lot of A and R's at these labels. I'm trying to see, you know, which features I can buy and and and, and stuff like that. How I can bring opportunities that other people are not bringing for these artists that feel that they can level up and they want to take these opportunities, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's where I be. I pay a lot of, I, man, I send a lot of cash apps out, bro. I, I be Zooming with like some very influential people, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's sharp, sharpening me up, telling me what to invest in, the new technologies, you know, what managers are doing to other artists now, what um, graphic design things, you know, all type of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. I'm paying some influential people, man, to give me game on a lot of stuff, multiple. Man, for sure, like, man. Like, for real. Appreciate you coming through, man. I feel like it's a lot left on the table, man. I feel oh, like yeah. you, you need a book, man. You need a book or, or a documentary. Yeah, man. yeah, me and Billy Ray going to get to that, man. We're going to we gonna get to that. So so real quick, man, just talk about what y'all got going on right now, what's coming up, you know what I'm saying, what y'all want those people to know. Okay, man, for sure. Um, Let me see. Um, Coming up. With April 22nd, we got Liquor and Lingerie, all-female showcase at, uh, at Legacy, uh, 127th and Ashland. Um, that's the thing that's from 9 to 1.30. Uh, the female artist that makes the most impact will get a feature from Bryson Tiller. And there's also a Kush Girl casting that day, too. Might need to be in the building with your camera. Dang, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hosted by Miss Mina Brown, Diva Kush Girl Entertainment. Um, Ace the Don, man. Joel Santana, Jim Jones. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. May May 27th at the Piazza in Aurora. Then before that, uh, we got Soldier Boy, May 26th, and Joliet at the Forge. I don't see if you an artist listening oh, or watching this. And right and, and and um, in July, the Fleet DJ Music Conference. Man, look, all the big time music execs and all the the top flight DJs from all around the world are gonna be in one building, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a DJ I'm rapping battle. in that motherfucker. No, it's a soundstage. Just you rapping in front of music execs and, and DJs. You, you know, to get your get your music broke. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's going down in in, in, North, in Raleigh, North Carolina, July 20th to the 24th. It's a whole music conference, 
and uh, the sound stage. I'm performing on that sound stage, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see how artists can cannot. You know what I'm saying? One thing see, I can say still about talk about what's real and what's fake. I say, look around you. Look around you. Yeah, that's what they, ain't none of this fake. You know what I'm saying? Right. This, this, this ain't none of this fake. Look around. That's what I tell people. You keep asking what's real and what's fake. Look around. Look at look at your surroundings. What do you mean? Yeah, man, for sure, you man. Know what I'm I definitely appreciate you coming through, man. No, I appreciate this love, game, though, bro. Man, I was man. not expecting this, yeah, man. man. For sure, man. I was glad I was able to, to 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 make that impression on you, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. You made a a dope ass impression, man. I salute you and everything you got going on, man. This yeah, for is, sure, both ways, man. Dope. Sure. I see I see a lot of money everywhere. Oh and man, be, you be with big names, you know what I'm saying? Yes, uh, yeah, man. Hey, this 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 dope, man. Real talk. All right, man. Just make sure y'all check out that in the booth, man. Let's get it.